This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Hello, good morning everyone. Kia ora, this is Leia Baterbonia again in uh, Philippine Radio, uh, Radio Kidnappers of Hawke's Bay. So, um, it's nice to be back again and uh, we are now in the uh, 11th uh, month of the year, uh, November, and then uh, uh, December would be another um, exciting, fantastic uh, month for all of us, but um, due to... Um, Level 2 restrictions, we still have to follow um, so that we, we would be able to um, minimize or uh, eliminate the, the virus in, in our region, Hawke's Bay. Um, I will be talking uh, today about uh, some portion of the uh, Filipino language. Uh, we would, I would be um, introducing um, some uh, sentences, uh, words uh, in uh, Filipino language or in, and in our um, national language, uh, uh, Tagalog. Um, so, uh, and then we will be um, discussing about the uh, Filipino alphabet and then uh, the, the counting from 1 to 10, what's, what's uh, the translation in, in, in Tagalog. Um, so, there are, in, in, the, in Filipino language, uh, we also have the, the past tense and pre, uh, present tense. So, when, when um, shall, uh, I can give you an example of um, a verb like um, uh, to clean. So, in, in, in Tagalog, it's... Um, uh, maglinis. So, if it's um, um, future tense, we use um, there are cases we use M, M, A or mag or ma and then if it's past tense, we use the word uh, nag, N-A-G So, if I will say that um, I will clean, I will clean my house today uh, I will say maglilinis ako ngayon ng bahay maglilinis ako ng bahay ko ngayon so the translation in in from english to to uh, tagalog uh, it doesn't mean a uh, word for word but it's the thought of the the sentence but when i say um like i finished the cleaning of the house i would say that um Naglinis ako ng bahay ko uh, kanina. Kanina means uh, it was already past. Like um, I finished the, the cleaning at um, 7 o'clock in the morning or 8 a.m. So uh, the word would be kanina. Um, it's still on that the same, same day. So you, you will say, Naglinis ako ng bahay ko kanina. Or you can um, add on the time, uh, if what's the time that you, you finished cleaning. So, um, sometimes it's, it's quite hard for, ad, for other people, like 
those who who are tourists or from coming from foreign uh, countries going to the Philippines um but it it uh, it doesn't mean how you pronounce the words how you you construct the sentence as long as the thought is there and um you you can be um understood by by other people so that's that's the unique way of that um to, uh, speaking about the Filipino language um like uh, if you remember the the national hero i mentioned about uh, dr jose rizal um he said that language is not only about words gesture or any of those verbal and nonverbal communication what makes language a part of a person's identity is the ability to comprehend messages um in, during the time of uh, jose rizal most of uh, his writings his books and his messages he published um, articles he wrote it in a spanish um, uh, language or yeah because he addressed the text to the to the to the spanish people his goal was to offend them for um uh if he wrote it in filipino it would not be possible that the the, the spanish could understand and uh he could not um he might not succeed on his mission so that's why it's it's really important that when you deliver the, the message to to the the people that you are facing um it they would be able to understand um i could also cite an example in here um it might be related on um the Fili the practice of uh, most filipinos in new zealand although we are uh, speaking in english but um uh, some of us might have some difficulty in uh, talking uh, um uh, what they feel what they want especially in their job um there might be some obstacles that they cannot express properly in english when they're talking with co uh, coworkers and also to their um supervisors at work um but i would like to emphasize that um why when a group of filipino uh having for example they are having lunch or they're having a break at work and they talk about in uh, i they talk in their uh, own language two people two filipinos talking in their own language uh during break time and then um uh one coworker pass by or sit at the table um it's it's improper to say that you have to oblige them to talk in in english because you cannot understand but my advice for filipinos if that happens you could say that um you can you can say excuse me uh, uh, we are talking in our language if you don't mind uh because there there were cases it happened um in the past to myself and to to other friends that that they were they were told that um, they should be uh, talking in english instead of in their own language because they are in uh, in new zealand that's what the person says but I have to emphasize that even um you uh, you are taking your oath like in a citizenship ceremony there's a there's a portion that says uh the conducting officer or whoever that 
person, a judge, uh, no, not, not judge, uh, the mayor who is officiating the um, uh, ceremony on New Zealand citizenship. Uh, there's a portion that says you can practice your culture in 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 can in this country in New Zealand. So um it's it, it indirectly I would say that that's part of uh, being racist when you when you see when you say to to those people that you should really talk in English unless they are on ofi- on official duty and they are talking to uh, their clients or um to their patients. So that's that's my views about um, um, what's happening sometimes in in New Zealand between uh, people migrants coming to New Zealand. So there's there's always a way that um, uh, we practice our culture and our language, even in, in we are in in New Zealand. Uh, I would also like to to emphasize that in in like in Canada, there's. Uh, I think it's in Alberta where the local government uh, recognized the Filipino language and culture uh, of Filipinos. And uh, there was really a, a mandate within the local government unit that they are welcome to, to practice their own culture. So um, going back to the, to the, the basic learnings that um, I can impart, about the, the languages. Uh, Philippines has uh, 175 uh, languages. Uh, it, it includes the national language, which, which is um, Tagalog. And then we have those um, uh, local dialects, like when you go to the other uh, province, it's different one. Like in my province in Iloilo, um, we have Hiligaynon. Hiligaynon uh, dialect um, uh, is being spoken in uh, neighboring provinces in the Panay Island, like Antique, Negros, Aklan, Capiz. But then, uh, in in Aklan, there's really they have a local uh, local dialect, Akiano. Uh, so uh, something like that. We and when you travel to Bicol, there uh, there's a lot of languages as well. Uh, we have the, uh, we consider that that, that uh, ethnic ethnic group we we have the Eta Eta um, they they look like African but um, um, they most of them they they live in the mountains and um, their uh, way of livelihood uh, came from the bush uh, like using um, Different um, plants as medicinal and uh, with medicinal uses, and then they they sell it in town during market day, or in the, the, the travel or they process it, and uh, sometimes they they do mainly for farming. So they have different languages as well, and then we have another um, ethnic group. Um, Mangyan in the province of Mindoro, so they 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 speak different languages as well. So that's how unique the the Filipino um, language in general. That and so, um, sometimes uh, most most Filipinos, not sometimes, but most Filipinos, uh, they um, they uh, speak the the national language and their their local dialect. Or in, in, wherever province they came from 
and then they they don't know how to speak other languages so it's also important um for us especially for for me uh, as advocate on filipino language and culture i'm advocating that um as filipinos you should also learn uh, other languages uh, local dialects that we have in the philippines because when you when you go um when you travel to different provinces and then uh, you your fa- like you're doing research in one of the mountainous area in Mindanao and then if you you only uh, know uh, how to speak in Tagalog but th- those local people they don't understand the Tagalog so um, it's quite a disadvantage for you um, so when when we say like counting from 1 to 10 uh, 1 means uh, um, isa, like it resembles to yeah one person isa. So when you when you use it in a sentence, uh, I will say that um, I have I have only one pen in my bag. I will say that um, uh, mayroon lang isang mayroon lang akong uh, or you can say isang piraso lang ng ng uh, uh, pen ang mayroon ako sa aking bag. So, y- you could also mix the, the the English term, which is generally accepted uh, locally. Um, you can mix that, that, that term uh, into your uh, construct, construction of sentences. So, number, uh, number two, uh, dalawa. So, dalawa means uh, two. Uh, number th- uh, three, tatlo. So it, it it came from Spanish Spanish uh, words or the, the Spanish taught us uh, those words. Tatlo means three. Uh, four means apat. Uh, five, lima. So lima is quite. It resembles to the to the words in uh, Pacific country. Uh, as far as I I could remember, uh, anim or six, uh, pito, uh, seven, uh, eight, walo, uh, nine, uh, siam, then uh, ten is sampo. So that's that's how that we um, use the 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 num- numbering the the words that we we use in in Tagalog. And then in the alphabet, and when we say A B C D E, um, we use A ba kada E. So, uh, like letter A, A, and then we we have the letter B and then letter A to make it uh, the word ba. So A ba ka da E ga ha E ga ha. Yeah, I can't. I can sometimes in Tagalog I can't finish until the the letter y when i when i say it in in tagalog and then i have to rep- to do it again uh in english so th- yeah it's it's really interesting sometimes if we dig into the the construction of uh filipino language um from basic and in in my class the filipino language and culture class i can't really do it like going back to the basic but it was 
really good that uh, my students the the their mind is really um uh clever when they think about like uh uh do you have a map because usually i don't carry a map and then i i just carry philippine flag and then i have my my uh notes my session guide and then the 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 discussion notes that i give it to them so and then i know that it's really interesting for them because they can think that what we need when i talk about this our oh, eight provinces that the eight race in the philippine flag represents eight provinces of the philippines wherein um the spanish um uh live there so those were the eight provinces where the revolution uh revolutionary actions uh took place so that's why it represents in the flag and then plus the um, um the 15 race in the three stars one star has uh, five rays so what what does it mean so when i talk about it they they think also uh, what's the implication and uh, yeah so they said oh that's why i could see that um why is it your flag is like that and then uh and then i will also tell them that um the positioning of the flag uh is very important during the um national ceremony or there's a program like in school or in the government offices and it should be that the blue color should always be on top uh if the the red would be uh, be on top it means war so and then i said that it should uh, in the podium there's always a flag in national offices when they have a program so that's it um if it, uh, for those who are interested to enroll in a Filipino language and culture class uh, you can contact me or you can contact the radio kidnappers and then they can relay uh, messages uh, to me um next week um we are uh, this week we will be having exam uh, i finished the session 1 until session 3 uh, for uh, three students uh because of level through a uh, level 2 restrictions um i do one on one sometimes we met in the library and sometimes two of them so that's it um but then when um there's no restriction uh we can convene together so i give i will give them exam covering session 1 to 3 um which is really good because for me it's one way of uh gauging how far they have uh, they learn about it and then if there's some missing pieces i can still go back and uh talk to them about it so that uh this is what i have for today but before that before i end i would like to say um the the i was able to scan in my notes in in the past when i arrived in new zealand i was able to to had a look again uh two poems that i wrote uh in one in tagalog and one in english so i have to i for those who are li- who are listening it might be um an inspiration for them or it might be a good learning and also also for filipinos uh especially the contract workers so i will um talk uh, about the, um, the the tagalog one uh the title is ang, ang pangarap na bituin or the um, 
it's like a dream. Written and oh, July 26, 2008. Um, it's and then it did, did, this was an entry to uh, one of the activity of the Filipino community in Hawks Bay during their midwinter bash. Sa, sa langit, lagi kong tinitingala, mga bituin, sana aking makikita. Ganito ba talaga ang buhay, palaging may kaba? Sa paglalakbay, walang sigla, minsan lang masaya. Di alam kung saan paroroon, saan papunta. Nasaan ilaw sa pangarap, nasa puso at isip na ipinta. Ako'y isang pilay sa pagsubok na wala na ng pag-asa. Mga ulap sa langit lagi kong nakikita. Nasaan ang liwanag? Sana lumitaw ka na. Sa mahabang panahon, hinihintay kita. Likas sa tao ang mamuhay kahit mirong kirot. Kahit unos, dumarating ngunit tuloy pa rin sa pag-ikot. Mga hamon sa buhay, umaaligid at umiikot. Ngunit gaano man karami ang mga ito, liwanag naghihintay sa napapawi sa ating mga puso. Buhay mo, buhay ko, punong-puno ng pagsubok. Subalit, huwag tayo mahihinaan ng loob. Tuloy sa paglakbay kahit nauuntog at nalulunod. Tagisan ng galing at lakasan ng loob. Kailangan upang mga pangarap masusunod. Pangarap mo, pangarap ko, ating pagsamahin. Magkahawak kamay nating tatahakin. Pag-asa ngayon, bukas at magpakailanman. Sa puong may, pa- may kapal, patuloy nating ipanalangin. Pangarap na bituin, ating makamtan at marating. So it's, it, it's like um, uh, full of challenges, but then you have, really have to go on to, to reach your dream. That's it. Uh, that's it. The the main meaning. So the one in English. Um, I wrote this when I, I first arrived in New Zealand when I went to Gisborne, and then I worked in a hosiery factory for nine months, and then I tried to apply, uh, t- searching in the internet for the job that would um, give me the chance to become a permanent resident. That's why, I, and then I. I saw it one in Hawks Bay. The Magical Wings. I am a person who dreamed to serve my people, some of my countrymen who are depressed and poor. Through my simplest ways, great things are possible. Courage and perseverance are my weapon. In the battle of trials, all could be surmountable. I was once an idol of the least fortunate people. In the hardest times, I was their companion. Even in rough roads and highest hills, I keep on exerting efforts and using my skills because I believe community service is worth fulfilling. After all years of sacrifices for the rural rural communities, I realized there is a need for me to rejoice and praise for the great things God had imparted to me. I could start building a nesting place, my own place, filled with love and peace. Now that I am in a beautiful land of New Zealand, there are no reasons for me to be naive and ignorant. With supportive government policies for the migrants, I could make use of my skills for personal and professional development. I could raise the flag of my country. I could be a hero not for all, but for some Filipinos. Thank you very much for listening.
This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.